Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 62nd episode of Talk Direction. And I am back from California where I took a trip, if you don't know. And now we're together again to do an in-live person episode because last episode we were separated, um, which is always good to be in person. and How was California? Yeah. Even though we talked in depth about it yesterday, <laughs> I'm just, you know. Yeah, for the podcast. Yes. Um, California was really good. Uh, we went from San Francisco to LA, then to San Diego. Um, we saw a lot of stuff. Um, it was good. It was with my family, uh, which is good. But, you know, at the end, you've had enough mm-hmm. of each other sometimes. Um, but, yeah, it was it was a really good trip altogether. Um, we did a lot of traveling and staying in different places and seeing different things. And I'll go into some of the more 1D-related things when we get to it um, in the podcast. But, yeah, it's also just really weird being somewhere where you know... Like, I don't know how it would be to live in L.A., like, where you know, like, Harry's around you all I the know. time. Oh and, like, my Nile God, and, like, stressful, Liam. Like, when I got there, they were all there, I think. Like, besides maybe one or two of them. But so many of the boys were in California and in L.A. And it's like, you feel like you should be doing everything to go see them. Like, somehow, like, figuring out where they are. Like, doing something to make your chances higher. I don't know. Or, like, you just, it's just stressful. Like, you yeah. should I'll be on all the time. Um, and usually we don't have to deal with that because they don't come to Connecticut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was very stressful. Not that I saw any of the boys, so don't get your hopes up, Did anyone. you see any famous people? No. Dang. <laughs> yeah, so sad. At one point, I thought I saw Joe Jonas, and then it wasn't Joe Jonas. <laughs> I feel like Joe Jonas is the kind of guy that everyone in L.A. looks like. <laughs> yeah. Not that I've ever been to L.A., but I can imagine everyone yeah. looking like that. Yeah. I mean, we probably passed someone who's, like, didn't know. like, some yeah. actor in some TV show. There's, like, a million TV shows out there, and I just wouldn't recognize or, like, yeah. didn't look close enough at or whatever. Yeah. Um, but not anyone that I recognize, which is sad. Um, but, you know... It might happen in New York. Time. That's so true, yeah. Because <laughs> New York is also a big place, and we go there more frequently than L.A. <laughs> um, but Oh, wait, that just reminds me that my friend's, one of my good friend's sister's girlfriend saw Zayn in person. Oh, my God. In New York. Like, they were, like, um, what's it called? I They were, I don't know, doing something, and Zayn was just, like, walking out of a... Um, his, like, SUV, and he was just there. And, like, like... God damn it! <laughs> I know! Why does this happen? I don't know. It's like my, my, when we were in California, my brother called, because he wasn't there because he's at med school. Um, sucks to suck. <laughs> um, but he called us up going, you won't believe who my friend just saw at Martha's Vineyard or whatever. Who? Obama. He what? Was, he was freaking golfing on the hole behind Obama. Oh <laughs> my God. Will Dixon, do you know him? No. Uh, well. But also, yeah, my, um. Because he goes there every year. That's insane. Because <laughs> did I tell you that, um. My friend's boyfriend, like, caddied for Obama or met him or something. What is this? I don't know. Why don't we meet anyone? Although, I, I feel like I'd make Obama. a fool of myself. I only I saw Obama's I wax figure at Madame, Madame Tussauds, Honestly, which was pretty cool, to be honest. Basically, same. <laughs> like, my uncle, like, met 
all like Joe, I was going to say Joe Jonas, <laughs> Joe Biden, because uh-huh. like he's like kind of a top guy. So uh-huh. like he worked his way to meet him and like That's work cool. with him. So like it's not like. This podcast one day will bring us there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to Obama. To hang out with them both. I would love to make some friendship bracelets with Barack and Joe. If oh you my will. God. That would be brilliant. And Michelle, because she's amazing. Oh, of course. Yes. Um, but yeah, this is also sadly the last episode we're going to be doing in person. Besides, we're going to do a bonus episode. Um, but we're both going off to school. I'm going off in two days, which is so sad. <laughs> Saturday. Today's Thursday, right? Yeah. Saturday, am I right? Yeah, so true. Um, and it'll probably be earlier because I want to go and get set up and, yeah. like, see my people there. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be our last one in live person for a while, which is a little sad. Wow. Um, but good news is we have something to look forward to. Carol, tell the people. Well, friends and other uh, acquaintances, um, we are going to see Troy Sivan. I didn't, I thought we brought it up last episode, but I don't think we did. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know, which is weird because I think we bought it before last episode. But yeah, um, I just like randomly, because I like, got um, into him over the summer. Caitlin's been into him for a while. Like, I remember watching him on YouTube and like, I've always been following him. Um, but like, I never listened to his music. Unknown reasons. <laughs> I, I have no reason why. But I finally got into his music and like, really love his vibe and his music and like I know he's on tour so I randomly decided to like just look up tickets like we didn't like do the pre-sale or even like when they came out they were just like randomly there and like they were really good prices for like tickets I don't know I, I feel like I'm really um just like off on like how tickets should be priced because the One mm-hmm. Direction tickets I'm just <laughs> yeah. so used to them and when I see a ticket that's like $40 which is like a normal price I'm just like whoa like who gave yeah. this gift to me <laughs> yeah same yeah so we're seeing Troy Sivan in Boston so if anyone's you know seeing him we could like chill or yeah. something like hang out we could hi. have you on the episode because we're surely going to be recording when we're together as well yeah um which will be nice um and who knows what other times we'll see each other throughout the semester yeah maybe yeah. October for Halloween Yeast. possibly Yeast. we'll re- redo last year yes um, lots of more spooky things we could talk about exactly um, and then we have a short story oh, yeah, about your a brother's friend. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I, I knew I had something to say, or a stupid story to tell. I think, um, I, I don't know if people like these things, so I'm just gonna throw them in anyway. I might as well just have some use to my stupid, stupidity. Um, but speaking of spooky things, um, so I was home alone the other day, and I was downstairs, and like, out of, I was supposed to say out of the corner of my ear, but like <laughs> just like somewhere off in the distance, I heard um, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Um, and Wait, you were I, home alone? Yeah, I was home alone. And it like sounded like it was coming from inside the house. <laughs> and I was like, because my brother had just left with his girlfriend. So I was like, okay, maybe like they left like a movie playing or some, I don't know, some. I guess they were listening to that song. I don't know. So I was like looking around. None of the TVs were on. Nothing on my, in my brother's room was on. Like his laptop wasn't on. Nothing was on. Um, I thought maybe it was my phone, like, because my phone was upstairs. Like maybe my phone somehow started playing that song. No, I got upstairs and um, wasn't playing. And um, so I kind of just assumed either it was the neighbors blasting, <laughs> my heart will go on, mm-hmm. but like they've never blasted any music. We like live in a suburban neighborhood where our neighbors were like older, like middle aged couples. Right. Um, so I didn't think it was that. So I was like, okay, maybe a ghost. Like this is literally <laughs> the my one first. Ghost. Maybe they were just like sad and they just like really <laughs> wanted to listen to like my heart will go on in their afterlife because right. like they want that like right. you know they just want to like feel those feelings again. So like that was my first like my one instinct was just like. 
it's okay. It's like a ghost. Like, it's fine. Like, it happens. Like, I can live with this ghost. Like, they clearly have, like, just some emotional turmoil they want to work through. Um, so I was taking a shower, which I kind of was freaked out about because I, like, I feel like nothing, like, good happens in horror movies when you take a shower. But I'm like, this ghost seems kind of, like, just chill. Um... And I just kind of didn't think about it for the rest of the day, except I did hear some other music blasting, and I was just like, whatever. Like, it, it literally sounded like it was coming from inside my house, or like, inside the walls or something. And I'm just like, this is kind of weird, but I'm just not going to think about it too much. Ed Sheeran played after. Um, so I was like, okay, maybe At least like, they've got a good playlist. Yeah, yeah, at least they had a turn up. Um, so then I, like, it was later on this, like, at night, and my brother walks into my room and was like, um, so my friend was here earlier and he was like circling the house because his phone had died and he was like, he walked to our house and he was like, um, looking for out, like an outside outlet to plug his phone in, which apparently he had done. And it was like in my backyard and he was like plugged <laughs> into so our phone weird. or plugged into our outlet blasting. And I was like, was he playing my heart will go on? And my brother just like cracked up laughing. And apparently, so like my brother said that like, if I ever hear that song again, that just means his friend Matt is over and like needs to come inside. So I'm like, okay, like now I have this code with this brando kid Matt that I don't really know. That's but really weird. I know. It's just <laughs> circling your house. I know. Music. Like, he was outside, oh, like, no. outside my house, like, under my that room. That would have freaked me the heck out. Yeah. So that's my story nice. of the day. Yeah. All right. So now <laughs> we're going to move on to news. Um, our news is a little bit, uh, what's the word? Sparse. Sparse today. I was going to say sheer, and I knew that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, we're just doing what we want with it. So the first news story is that Niall is doing a whole bunch of things and tweeting about it. (laughs) So, um, the first thing is his hike at Runyon Canyon, which is this popular place to hike in LA. Um, It's a really cool, like, uh, scenic hike where you're, like, in the cliffy mountain things and you look out and see LA. Um, And I know that because I did this hike three days before Niall did the hike. Mm -hmm. Um, And Niall did it last time he was in, or, like, last year, too. So, so annoying. And this hike is, like, where you see a lot of famous people, because all the famous people know this hike. Yeah. I mean, all the people, and some of them happen to be famous. Yeah. <laughs> um, but screw you, Niall, for not hiking on the same day that I took the hike. Imagine. Like, oh, my God. If I had, like, just stumbled into Niall yeah. on this hike, like, I, uh, I wasn't even thinking the boys would be there. Think I was, of the like, content. Freaking Zac Efron had been there the day before us, and, like, then Niall's there a couple days later. Screw you. Like, I don't know uh, why. But and your whole family could have met him. I know. Imagine that. My dad would have been like, oh, I know. Colin Buster here. <laughs> they could talk about golf together. Are you <laughs> kidding could. me? Oh, my God. I always share the golf stuff with my dad. I'm like, see, Niall knows so-and-so. Look, <laughs> they're know. best friends, Dad. I'm relatable. <laughs> God, it's me. Yeah. Um... But, sadly, I didn't run into Niall, but the hike was still really pretty. Would have been prettier if I'd seen a shirtless Niall, but, you know. Yeah, that's true. Whatever. At least you, like, didn't know... Uh, wait, obviously, how could you know? Because three days after, I was like, at least you didn't know Niall was going to be there. <laughs> yeah. But, because, um, like, then you would, like, be, you know, searching for him instead of searching been, for like, yourself. I've been, like, we need to be here every single day. <laughs> so... Yeah. Um, but Niall... Another thing that was sort of related to that, not Niall... But, um, was I went on the Warner Brothers tour, like, studio tour, because my sister's really into film, and she looked up which is the best tour, and Warner Brothers is the studio that's doing Dunkirk, um, but they're also filming at Universal as well, um, and Harry was spotted at Warner Brothers, um, I don't know, it came up, like, 
an hour after I had left Are you on serious? Twitter. But like I don't know if it was from a couple days oh. previous, but like when I checked Twitter, it was like right after we left the studio. <laughs> so I was really pissed about that one too. Just like being so close yeah, and like but yet not so far. Yeah. It's just uh you're like, what I could have asked my tour guide to take us somewhere. Yeah. I should have asked about Dunkirk. Like and probably I would have gotten like you're not able to go to the Dunkirk set. But like yeah. I didn't I wasn't brave enough to ask. You should have so, asked your dad. I know. My mom's like, oh, honey, I would have asked for you. I'm Aww. like, oh. Like, I knew she would have, but yeah. I just, it was, it was a stupid mistake. But. We all make them. So em. I didn't meet Harry either. <laughs> um, God, imagine if you had, like. If I met both of them, what? Really? We wouldn't have to And I would have told them about yeah. my podcast and they would have listened. They would have come. My dad still is convinced. He's like, Caitlin, you need to reach out to Harry. God. He wants to promote his movie. The podcast, you're the only 1D podcast out there. You are, And I'm like, dad, you don't understand. He's like, Caitlin, no, I think you're making, you're, you're not understanding. Like, <laughs> I'm like, dad, you really don't understand how this works. That's what my mom was saying when we were first starting it up. She's like, you know what? Zane just left the band. Like, he needs some promo. Like, just get him on your podcast. I'm like, mom, please. <laughs> Like, I, like, I, I, you know, I respect that you think so highly of me, but we literally have two listeners, and both of them are people we know in real life, so. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. Parents don't understand how social media works. At least they think a lot of us, <laughs> Yeah. You know? So true. Um, but other things Niall's been doing and tweeting about is he went to a Demi Lovato and uh, Nick Jonas concert, and he was, like, being a fangirl or something, like, wow, tweeting beautiful. them, which was nice. Um, then he went to a Coldplay concert with James Corden, and I think Ben Winston was there and some other people, and he went to a UFC fight, um, it was this big one with this Irish guy, McGregor, Conor McGregor, I think his name is, and he ended up winning, and my brother and dad are into that thing, the fighting, oh, it looks so bloody, it was disgusting. Oh, God, how is that, isn't that so weird that, like, humans do that as, like, a sport? I don't get it. It's like, you try to teach your children not to fight. I know. And then you, like, literally have this entire, like, business about bloody beating up. I know, because, like, I know, like, wrestling is, like, fake, but still, like, you still have to, like, fight, but it's, like, I don't know, oh, God. Yes. Non-violence is the way. (laughs) Exactly. Um... So, I just wanted to give a shout-out to Niall for being so cool and tweeting about all the things he does, because unlike any of the other boys, he is the one who tweets the most. Though, Louis has been tweeting about being back in England. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just like that he uses Twitter in a way that, like, you should use Twitter to update your Mm -hmm. fans and also contact other famous people and talk Mm -hmm. to them online, not just privately in text, because what am I supposed to do? Like, I want to hear what Nick... Jonas is saying to Niall. Exactly. I care about that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So thanks for being awesome, Niall. So true. Then on this week's People Saying Nice Things About Harry. (laughs) My um, favorite segment. (laughs) Yes, definitely. uh, We have Ben Winston and JJ Reddick. Um, And this was on JJ Reddick's podcast, The Vertical Podcast, which you can find at art19.com. Uh, and J.J. Reddick is a basketball player, um, hmm. but he's had Ben on before, I think, and they discussed, like, things about, like, producing James Corden's show and such like that. Um, so we're just going to do a little play acting. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I'll be Ben. You can be yes. J.J. Reddick. And we're okay. going to read the transcript of what they talked about because it gives us some more insight into the celebrity world. Can you, you please do um, a uh, British, British accent? accent? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, what does J.J. Reddick sound like? You have to do that oh, accent. Oh, God. I don't know. Is, like, is he American? I don't know. Is there basketball <laughs> in, like, other places? I mean, I mean, in, like, the U.K.? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Oh, God. Maybe he's American. 
Okay. okay. I'm just going to speak in an American deeper voice. Okay. So I'm Ben Winston. But you enjoyed Friday night dinner. It was lovely to have you. It was lovely. Why <laughs> 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 southern accent? <laughs> it was definitely a cast of characters at the table. Why? <laughs> okay. I can't do it. Keep okay. it together. Okay. Keep it together. Gabe. Jeff. Harry Styles. It was indeed. Harry Styles, by the way, let me say this. Yeah? I've never met someone who is arguably as sort of in the pop world. He's superbly famous. Yes. And he's young. Yeah. And he's got, I'm sure, just an insane amount of sort of attention and women throwing themselves at him. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He really does. He's a phenomenal boy. He's amazing. Yeah. He's a... He's a wonderful, wonderful guy, and, um, yeah, he's totally down to earth. You would never realize the success he's had, he has had, because he's as grounded and as kind as you'll find in a person. I'm a big fan of his. It's amazing to me how all of you, I don't, I don't, this may sound derogatory, but all of you Brits stick together. I just came for a It's, you guys are all out here in Los Angeles. We all hang out together. Like, we're, we're getting text messages at dinner, and it's like, Oh, David might come over. And I'm like, who's David? Beckham. David Beckham. You said it, not me. <laughs> so I really like the part where Ben was all, he's a phenomenal boy. Um, yes. <laughs> that was my favorite part of this. Um, what did you like about it, Kara? I like that he's amazing. And I like when he's like, I don't want to sound derogatory. <laughs> like, <laughs> you guys all hang out together. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I offensive there? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can hear them actually speaking if you listen to the podcast. But again, even basketball players love Harry, so we have a whole slew of people now who are in love with him just as us. So, you know what? Call us crazy, but this Wendy podcast is a good idea because Harry <laughs> is beloved by all. <clears throat> um, and that's pretty much all I had to say about that. It was beautiful. Our next story is Zane writing a tell-all, question mark, question mark, question mark. Lots of questions. <coughs> so according to the Daily Mail, which is a somewhat reliable <laughs> news source in England. It is a news source. It is a news source. That's confirmed. <laughs> um, said that Zane is writing an autobiography in which he will reveal things about his days in One Direction. Hmm. A source said, this book is going to be explosive and Simon will be furious with Zane and may even try to stop it coming out. But Zane is determined to reveal the secrets behind the clean image that was always so fiercely protected by the band's publicity machine. So how do you feel about the truth coming out, Kara? <laughs> this sounds like such a fake thing. <laughs> but like, okay, so when I first heard that I was, this, I was like just very confused because like, we always talk about, like, a tell-all, like, a 1D tell-all, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of just, like, well-known in the business that just, like, kind of happens. Like, things, like, come out, like, of the woodwork, like, years down the line. But that's, like, 10 years down mm-hmm. the line or, like, 15 years when, like, E does a special on you and, yeah. like, you kind of are, like, out of the public eye enough that you're, like, willing to, like, share those things. Not, like, a year or two after, like, your, hu- like, hugest part of your career, especially yeah. if you're trying to still, like, like kind of rebound off that career and, like, use as a, what's it called, like, a jumping springboard. springboard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't... I just, like, feel like there's other people involved. It's not just your career. Especially if One Direction's still, like, happening. Like, they're on hiatus right now. They're still, like... Those boys are still, like, working on their careers, too. Like, so I feel like this would be kind of disrespectful of Zayn Mm -hmm. to, like, just kind of bring them all down with them. I mean, if they're going for, like... If he's targeting more, like, the the upper people and, like, the people, like, instead of, like, the boys themselves, but I just, like, I would have such a hard time. Mm-hmm. Just, I remember um, a few years ago, maybe it was, like, like, two or 
a year ago or something, I don't know, Joe Jonas came out and was saying that he was, like, he had, like, a really rough time in the Jonas Brothers, and, like, it was, like, a hard time in his life. I don't remember specifically. I think it was in, like, Rolling Stone or something. I'm sure you could find it. But it was, like, I'm sure it was, like, really hard for um, Jonas Brothers to, like, Jonas Brothers fans to, like, deal with hearing that, like, some of the best years of their lives were, like, some of the worst of, Mm -hmm. like, the people that they love's lives, which I'm sure, like, obviously it's, like, important to get the truth out. Um, but I just feel like Joe Jonas, like, Jonas Brothers have been over for a while, so I think that he was, like, more, like, um, removed from that, and mm-hmm. also, like, they're brothers, so, like, they're still in contact, it's not, it's not the same situation at all. Yeah. Um, I just feel like, I don't know, I don't even, I feel like Zayn's pretty private person, what would he be doing with this? Mm-hmm. I'm just confused. Yeah, I don't know, and also I think, like, maybe this sort of thing is an exaggeration of what it may be. I Zane's know. already said stuff like... Like, it wasn't his music, and yeah. he wasn't really allowed to do the type of music he wanted because it had to fit the image. Like, we already kind of all know that, not only from speculation, but also from what Zayn has said in yeah. the interviews he has done. So maybe they're just making it seem more dramatic than it actually would be. Mm. Um, and I don't feel like he would say bad things about the boys. Because I think I when he was in One Direction, they were all really close. Yeah. I think it was after One Direction where things went bad. So I don't think he has a lot to say that's bad about yeah. the boys when they're in One Direction. And I don't think he would stoop to that level. God. Maybe he would say, like, something about Simon or, like, the way things were run. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we have to worry that some- we're going to find out something horrendous about, like, Niall. <laughs> like, <laughs> our image of our beautiful Niall will be torn down. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't see that happening. Mm-hmm. Um but perhaps we'll see, like, what happened with the decision-making or something. Yeah. And also, just thinking about um, this, do you think we're going to get, for autobiography's sakes, more insight into, like, Zane's growing up and, like, where he's coming from? And also, will Zane be writing the book himself? Because it did say autobiography. So will we see his more writing style? I would um, love to see that instead of, like, him just, like, talking to someone and just, like... Um, like, transcribing it like One Direction did, which Mm -hmm. was fine, but also I feel like there's, like, something to say uh, about, like, really sitting down and, like, having to write the words yourself so you have more of a connection with it and you have to, like, really think about it. Because, like, when you're just saying stuff, it's just, like, you don't have, like, as much... you don't have, like, think as much into, yeah. like, as you do with writing. Like, there, look, that was a terrible sentence, <laughs> and if I wrote it, it would be way better. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see, like, his earlier years and just, like, really um, maybe talk about stuff he didn't really want to talk about when in One Direction slash wasn't, like, allowed to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I'm sure he, like, kind of glossed over his, I don't know, just everything. And, like, it would be nice to know, like, the full, full story. But, like, he doesn't owe us that, obviously. Right. But if he wants that out there and if he feels like that's, like, how he can live, like, most authentically, um, then, like, you know, do it, I guess. But, like, I think that, like, Zane is a smart guy in that, like, I don't think he would, like, uh, cut complete ties with all the boys from One Direction. Because, like, they had such, like, a like a long amount of time together. Mm-hmm. And they had such a strong bond. So, like, by, like, doing something like this would even sever the ties more than they already are. And I don't, like, I don't know. I just, like, <laughs> my, my hopes are that they somehow, like, you know, um, come together in the next, I don't know, some time in their life and, like, you know, regroup and, like, make up or whatever. Yeah. And, like, I hope that, like, he won't do anything that he'll regret, like, regret mm-hmm. more down the line. Yeah, something to make it more permanent. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. And we know Lane is, um, like, he really likes English and he's thought about going back to school for mm-hmm. English and stuff. Um, so, I mean, it could be possible that he does write it or 
does have more influence on the writing, even though, like, a lot of autobiographies, not, not just, like, One Direction's ones, where they're, like, actually just speaking and then writing down what they say, but things where you have, like, ghostwriters and stuff. Yeah. I would really love to see Zane really, like, pen it himself. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool. Um, and it also makes me think of, if he's thinking about writing this book, is there a possibility of him writing books in the future? more creatively. That would think? be really cool. I was thinking, like, poetry books, but I guess, like, poetry for him is basically, like, his music. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he had, like, extra stuff, he could do... Anything's like, possible. I'd love to see, like, um, a combination of, like, his, like, drawing artwork or, like, um, yeah. like you know, uh, spray, like, graffiti, that kind of stuff, like, next to, like, actual written word. I think that'd, that'd be, be so really cool. Like a cool. poetry comic book. Like, Something that's never be been so done. Cool. <laughs> wow. That'd be cool. Zane, if you're listening, get on this, please. Yeah. Um, And also, speaking of Zane, I was just sort of thinking, we haven't talked about it in a while, but, like, what's with his tour stuff going on? Like, we knew he had some anxiety um, over live performance, um, and we were sort of expecting, um, by this time, I think, hearing news about a tour, um, possibly back when the album came out so many months ago, because usually artists tour their albums, Um, but do you have any thoughts on where that stands? Um, I mean, like, we're getting so many other random, um, projects he's working on. I think he's, like, trying to keep himself busy, mm-hmm. um, and that might indicate that there probably, there might not be a tour, or it might be, like, a really small tour. I don't know, because I feel like if that, like, is best for his mental health to not go on tour, then, like, mm-hmm. don't do it, and, right. like, don't push yourself to that point where you know it's not going to end well. Um, so I don't know. It doesn't look like bright on that horizon but like we have all these other things to look forward to hopefully Mm -hmm. like you know his like shoe collection and like his acting or something or like (laughs) producing some tv show that we talked about um you know and all these other things that i'm sure he's like working on under under the radar yeah i was gonna say the (laughs) darkness but yeah yeah no i agree with you um and i think we also would have seen him doing like some more shows at some of the festivals going on this summer which we haven't seen Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know how soon we would get a tour, and also if it would even come to America. Yeah. America. I don't know why I said that (laughs) weird. (laughs) Um, but, yes. So, anything else to say about the news stories today, Kara? Nope. All right, so let's move on to our main discussion today, which is ballads versus dance songs for 1D. Took me a long time to think of this one. I like it. Thank you. It's very innovative. Thank you. Um, And ballads is a loose word, and we're going to go on to, like, define what we mean by ballad, um, but just stick with us. Uh, So 1D is very eclectic, and they have a range of songs, not only in style. I always say not only. That's something I use in writing, too. I'm always like, not only this, but also this. (laughs) Um, And I know I say it in my speech as well. Um, But not only with their um, style of songs, but also the tempo of songs. We get a range of slow songs, mid-tempo, fast, upbeat, dancey songs. Um, and I sort of wanted to compare the more slower ballad songs to the fast, upbeat songs and see how we feel about them and just ask a whole bunch of questions about them. Because I, my favorite episodes a lot of times are the ones where we just like speculate questions and like think of our own things on our own heads. Mm. So I just have a ton of questions lined up for Kara pretty much. Um, but most artists tend to have both upbeat and ballads and mid-tempo, just like One Direction. Um, but sometimes it can be more one-sided. I know with, um, Ed Sheeran's first album, I would say more slow songs than fast songs. Um, a lot of Adele songs, I think, are a lot slower. They don't get too fast-paced, more mid-tempo, slow. Um, same with Sam Smith. Do you have any examples or, or, or examples of artists who do more, uh, just fast songs? 
Uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I don't know why. I'm just like really blanking. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really send this too early to prepare yeah. at all. So this is going to be off the top of our heads. Yep. Um, but I know even just thinking of One Direction's first album, I'd say there was a lot more fast-paced songs and yeah. there are slow. Um, and I don't know what the usual balance is or even if there is a usual balance. Um, but sometimes it leans heavily one way or the other. Um, and I think as 1D went on, it shifted um, with their style of music. Um, but I would say, and I looked this up too, um, a ballad is a slow, sentimental song. It reminds me of like a sway, chill, emotional sort of mood. Mm -hmm. um, is that what you would say? Yeah. Um, but the thing is, I was also thinking, what's the difference between a slow song and a ballad? And is there a difference? Or can you just classify any quite slow song as a ballad? I don't know. For some reason, ballad for me, like seems like um like really strong vocals mm -hmm. and like really stripped down like yeah. musically that's like what i think a ballad is um but i don't know because like i feel like not all slow songs are ballads yeah but I know. all ballads I agree. are slow songs exactly yeah so. no i agree with that i think yeah. like i always think of like huge big notes and yeah. like my heart will go on so or, like, true <laughs> ballad of all ballads <laughs> exactly it's something like really like very emotional like adele, just adele like yeah. deep and loud and like stripped back like you Beyonce. said <clears throat> yeah something really intense um where it's like this is a ballad like it's yeah. you know um because i'm thinking like of a soft slow indie song that's not a ballad yeah. to me it's just exactly. like a you know chill indie song so we're going to talk about both slow songs and ballads in this and try to differentiate differentiate them as well um because i don't think 1d always had ballads in their music mm. and we'll have to see how the slow songs eventually turned into ballads or if we do find a ballad on one of the first albums um i'm not sure but um uh, yeah we'll have to sort of figure it out as we go wow. and then obviously upbeat dance song is pretty easy yeah. those are the ones you want to like they have a good beat you want to dance to jump around scream at like a concert bopping around i think of like um <clears throat> what's it called like girl almighty and drag me down and things like that where you just like you can really sing along and mm -hmm. get into it um and maybe it's not as like deeply emotional but it also can be yeah um do you have anything that you really think of as like a dancey or like makes you think of oh this is like an upbeat dance song um i'm thinking like um like walk the moon like a lot <clears throat> yeah. of this stuff is like very just like you yeah, just definitely. like automatically just like mm -hmm. groove mm -hmm. It's not like an awkward mid-tempo speed where you're like, okay, yeah, how do like, I feel? This? Yeah, what do I do with <laughs> my do do? arms? Like, you can literally just, like, be like, whoa! Yeah. Um, and jump up and down. So, <clears throat> very different. Um, do you prefer ballads or upbeat songs, and why? <clears throat> um, so, I've definitely talked about this before, but I, I feel like I prefer upbeat songs just because... Um, I feel like you have to be in kind of the right mood for a ballad mm -hmm. and for an upbeat song you can be in a sad mood and if you listen to an upbeat song you'll be happy if you're already happy if you listen to an upbeat song you'll be happier um, or you can just like express that happiness but I feel like a ballad can like really make you like go from like happy to like oh my god like mm -hmm. sitting in your feelings just like right. whoops gotta really think about my <laughs> life right now and this is not what I want to do and I feel like a lot of the times, um, just a human little thing, I feel like you're kind of running away from that. Like, you know, you're trying to run away from, like, s sitting and looking your feelings right in the face. Right. Um, so I gravitate more towards upbeat songs. And I feel like I've done that, like, for a lot of my life. I feel like I was just talking about this today, actually. Caitlin knows this. My, like, beef, not beef, but, like, kind of gripe with the um, song Landslide by Ooh, Fleetwood Mac. I is, like, love that song. Look. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. It's, but my favorite is Done by the Dixie Chicks. Oh, really okay yes. i was always thinking of um 
uh, Fleetwood Mac. But yeah, so like that song, I have a very, very vivid memory of me um, in at the bank with my mom in the drive-through section um, when that song came on the radio and. Um, it, like, you know those, like, tube things? I don't know if they have yes. them anymore that you could put, like, the check in and they'd that zoom up. Brilliant. Okay. They, like, deposit lollipops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Yeah. So, like, a dog treat. Um, if you had a dog, not if you were a kid. But, um, yeah, I remember vividly that not even that tube cool thing at the bank could, like, get my, like, 8-year-old, 10-year-old, 9-year-old mind off of, like, the, like, existential crisis that I felt after listening to Landslide. And I literally, like... Like, for the first time, not the first time, but this was, like, I don't know. I had, like, a deep, deep crisis, and I was just, like, I, like, looked at myself, like, looked at my fellow man, and was just, like, wow, we're all gonna die, we're all gonna age. Like, I just, like, I just, like, felt, like, so different, and it just, like, was really sad, and, like, whenever I heard that song, I just, like, kind of, like, shut down. Like, I I have, like, left stores because they're playing that song, because I'm just, like, I can't with this right now. But I think that, like, also there is something to be said by, like, um, with ballads and, you know, slow songs and stuff and, like, deeply emotional songs that, like, you know, I mean, it is good to feel things mm-hmm. and, like, that is, like, a human privilege, but sometimes you just don't want to, like, you know, <laughs> have to look your, like, whole life in the span of, like, four minutes in the right. eye, you know, and you're just, like, please just, like, give me a One Direction <laughs> pop song so <laughs> I can forget me. my worries. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. whereas I would. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that for sure. Um, I, I tend to... I don't know. I like both of them. I love the dancey along songs because I love like just dancing around um, by myself in my room or like around my kitchen. Um, but you know, there's also so- songs like you can get into that are slow, especially like ballads where it might like you might exaggerate overdo it. Like I think of like I will always love you. Oh and yeah. You're like and no. That's and, like you get like really into ballads. it. Yeah. yeah, it is. And like you can just like really get into it, and it can be really fun, especially if you're singing along with other people. Um, but yeah, I think, I think you definitely have to listen to them at different times or like, I know I prefer slower songs when I'm studying cause I have less yeah. of an urge to like get up and sing along. Um, but I do love fast beat songs, especially like when I'm in the shower, um, and like getting ready. I love the fast paced, like, I don't know, feel good dancey song. So then you're just like, yes, I'm awesome. We're going to like have fun today. I don't know. So <clears throat> I think it can be either but sad songs or slow songs can also make you feel emotion i'm trying to think are there like happy slow songs like i'm sure there has to be they definitely are but for some reason like it makes me more sad when they're slower yeah no and my brother's like that he like even if a song is happy and it sounds sad yeah he won't listen to it that's kind of fair i'm trying to think of like that because like sometimes like the ones that like pretend they're happy but they're actually sad i'm just like god yeah but also i like the like chiller like um, like, Frank Ocean or, like, Tame Impala that are, like, chill, mm-hmm. but, like, not, like, heart-wrenchingly sad. They're just mm-hmm. kind of, like, chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of slow songs, too, can also be, like, sad romantic songs, and I don't have experience with, like, something sad romantic, really. Yeah. So it's, like, I sort of don't... It doesn't bother me as much because... Mm, that's true. I can just sort of picture what it would be like and be like, wow, that's a deep emotion, rather yeah. than being like, oh my god, that happened to me, you know? Yeah, I feel that. But um, then also, like, <clears throat> the ones... I think the, like, the sad songs that hit me most are, like, the ones that are, like, life passes you by. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, those kind of ones. Um, or, like, my childhood <clears throat> and my mom and, like, my dad and, like, those kind of ones. Like, yeah. the romance ones, like, don't bother me. Right. But, like... Same. Yeah. 
Um, do you have any favorite 1D ballads? And you can look Ooh. at this page that I put some of the slow songs on. I sort of tried to pick as many as I could, but I didn't do a great job. Okay. And go they're not all ballads. There are a lot of just slow songs. I don't know. We're going to have to really pick out which songs are ballads. Um, <clears throat> but which ones would you say are your favorite either slow songs or ones that you would call ballads? Oh, okay. I mean, I wouldn't say any of the ones from Up All Night are ballads, but mm-hmm. I loved more than this, I remember, because I think that, like, Niall's voice really shines through mm-hmm. there, and, like, that was, like, <clears throat> one of the ones that, like, stuck out to me. Like, it was, like, probably my favorite song off the album, that first album, when I first heard it. Um, and Summer Love, I love that one. A little Things, great. You and I, all these are really good. You and mm-hmm. I have heart um 18 and i feel like okay i feel like my top would you say you and i is a ballad yeah because i feel like those like high notes like make it more ballady like those are big um like sort of yelly loud like yeah you know not just like yeah summer love is more like a chill like fireside song yeah in some ways oh god what a good song it is. I'm trying to think. I feel like, okay, I feel like, <clears throat> oh, wait, what are we doing right now? Are we just doing our faves? Yeah, faves or which ones are ballads, which ones are not. Just sort of go for it. Okay. Um, do you want to, okay. I'm thinking like my, let's just do favorites right okay. now. Okay, so <laughs> I feel like my faves are Long Way Down, Fool's Gold. Wait, are you saying these are ballads or no? Oh, God. Okay. Are wait, these your favorite we... ballads or favorite just, like, general Just general, song? and then, like, we should okay, go... Okay, go should we go, like, ballad song by song sure, and see, like... Okay, sure. okay. So I feel like my faves are Fool's Gold, 18, um, and A Long Way Down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that those are my top faves. What I are really your faves? I really like Half a Heart, uh, Fool's Gold, If I Could Fly, uh, I Want to Write You a Song, Long Way oh, Down. Oh, yeah, crap. <laughs> I know. Too many. All the ones from the that new one. album. That's so true. They really perfected that. <laughs> yeah. Like, but uh, between like four and midnight, or no, Jesus, made in the AM. Lots of M's in there. But yeah. um, I feel like they really perfected like the, the slower song. They did for sure. Um, and now, do you want to classify which ones, or or say why you think those ones work as your favorites? Um, I think that, um, we. I mean, long way down. Just like. It's, um, I think that it's, like, beautiful lyrics. We've definitely mm-hmm. already discussed, like, how amazing I think those lyrics are. And I think that, like, I'm not too emotionally attached to it, so I get sad listening to it. It's just, like, kind of, like, the right amount of, like, yep, this is this mm-hmm. is good to listen to, and I'm not, like, like terribly sad. Um, and then Fool's Gold, I think, also, like, has some pretty great, like, imagery in it. Um, and just, like... Um, it's, like, kind of strong. Like, it has, like, a pretty strong tempo, um, but it's, like, still, like, calming and soothing. And did I put 18 in my favorites? Yeah. Um, maybe not. I'm gonna change that for I Want to Write You a Song, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, and, like, again, the imagery is so beautiful. I think that, like, um, yeah, I think, like, the imagery is, like, the main thing. Because it's, like, you, when you're in that kind of mood, like, you're really listening to the lyrics. Like, when you're kind of just yeah. dancing around, bopping around, like, you don't really care. But, like, in this mood, you're, like, really focused on it. Because that's, like, kind of all there is. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And I think that stands out for some of the slow songs and ballads that work, or they have strong lyrics. Yeah. And also the lyrics fit so well with the slow tempo and yeah. the slow song and the music is really beautiful in a lot of them too because in those moments you often listen to it in more detail like you said mm-hmm. um something like spaces to me is not strong lyrically 
um, just, like, the spaces between us is yeah. not as strong. So I don't, like, sit there and be like, wow, that's a really beautiful, like, heart-wrenching, slow yeah. song. Um, while I would consider it a ballad, I don't think it's emotionally strong enough to, like, really pull at my heartstrings. I mean, besides the fact that it connects with 1D. I know. 1D. That's the only reason, like, it really <clears throat> kills us all. Right. Besides that, I don't think it's, like, as strong as Fool's Gold or, like, Long Way Down or something. Yeah. Um, and then to sort of go between the, um, ballads versus slow songs, um, just in the first album, More Than This, Taken, Moments, Little Things, Summer Love, those are all some of the slow songs from the album. Um, those are from the first two, right? Yeah, those are from the first two. I didn't divide them up. Okay, yeah, I was (laughs) really confused. I was like, whoa. Um, I'm worse at dividing up those, which album they're on, so I just sort of chucked them all together. Um, but these songs, when I listened to them, um, as I was sort of going through and finding the slow songs, because sometimes it's hard to picture without listening, um, was that even in the slow bits, they had sort of a little bit of, like, uh, music in the background that was faster paced. They they had, like, sort of drums or, like, mm. the s- chime cymbal thing. Um, just stuff that I don't think I would want in a slow song or in a I mean, in a ballad. Yeah, like get it, those drums out of here. It was like, I don't want drums or, like, this overproduced sounding thing. Earlier we said we <laughs> like ballads that are stripped back and it's so much about the voice and the Some lyrics. techno beats, like, Exactly, like, ballad. they had, like, techno beats during, like, the chorus. Where's the like, drop? I'm like, this completely takes away from it being a ballad. You know, they could have been if they'd done things differently or had the music arranged differently. Um, but I think that made those not ballads to me. Would yeah. you say that for these first five songs? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think, like, Summer Love comes closest mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I think maybe because, like, the long, drawn-out notes, like, on Summer Love, I think mm-hmm. that's, like, what really stands out to me. Um, but all the other ones are just, like, your classic. Mm-hmm. Also, Moments is kind of ballady at some mm-hmm. points. Um, but the other ones are kind of just, like, your classic, just slow yeah. song. Yeah. And it doesn't mean they're bad. Like, no. Little Things has been a huge fan favorite. Yeah. Um, but it's just not as true as a ballad ballad, I guess. Yeah. Um, then from Midnight Memories, we have You and I and Half a Heart. Um, like we said earlier, I'm sure there's other slow songs on this album. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh well. Um, you and I, I would say, falls more into ballad Yeah, territory. that's like classic. I think that's like their first like classic, classic ballad. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, like, Strong is on there as well, yeah. like, that's a little bit Through slower. the Dark, would you say that's sort of, like, I think that, like, because it's, like, more up-tempo, but, yeah. like, if you strip it, it like, back. It, oh, I will carry yeah. you, like, that's a little bit faster, but it's so hard to determine. I know, because it's, like, so emotional, too. <clears throat> yeah. But, like, I wouldn't say You and I is one where I'm, like, wow, that's a really emotional song. No. I, that one doesn't stand out to me as a song that I even particularly like. Um Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely do like it, but I think that, like, I kind of hold a grudge towards it because they put it as a single, and I'm just like, yeah. what are you doing when there's Happily and Strong right there? Right. So true. <laughs> it's funny how these Forever. things end up, like, messing up your opinion of songs. Yeah. Um, but I think that definitely comes into play for me as well. <clears throat> but I would say that has the more big open notes that are held longer. Yeah. That seem to be more ballady, but I don't know if it emotionally gets there for me. Mm. Um, but is that, does that mean it's not a ballad? I don't think so. What do you think? Um, I think that it is. Maybe it's just not a completely, like, 100% well done ballad, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then we have Half a Heart, which I don't think I would say. I'd say more a slow song. Yeah. But I love this slow song. I know. It's so silly. The imagery is so funny. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) It just 
Just half an arrow through my heart. How does that make sense? You still die, dude. Half a like, man, like half a leg. Like, one I don't know. shoe. I'm walking around with just one shoe. Like, but what it's is that so time? funny. I know. It's very clear imagery. Very like. I mean, it's, it's vivid. It's very. there. But um, I don't I think like, that's a valid. Were they saying like the skies are blue but not quite or something like that? That's yeah. kind of cute. Like yeah. some of them are like almost there. Yeah, for me. I like it. Yeah. Um. Then we go into four. Oh, right now that's kind of valid-y. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Um, and then we have four. We have Night Changes, 18, Fool's Gold, Spaces. Um, would you say Night Changes is a ballad? I don't know, because I've heard people, like, refer to it as, as a ballad, mm-hmm. but I don't, like, see it as one. But I think that maybe I have, like, this one concept of a ballad. Right. Like, I'm really, I'm the, truly the just... heart will go Yeah, on I'm really just thinking of that. I and, will like, always love you. Yeah, I'm like yeah. Adele, so, like, maybe I should, like, kind of change that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like the only one that stands out to me really is a ballad is Spaces. Yeah, same. I agree with that. I think the other ones are just more, like, slow, chill songs. Or, like, more up-tempo. Like, a little mm-hmm. bit too up-tempo to be a ballad. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I was trying to think of. Like, that's... I feel like we've talked about this, but, like, I feel like that's why um, Right Now doesn't work as well, because, like, if it was stripped down more, it could have been a ballad, but it was, like... Right. Too much stuff, and it was, like... Overproduced. Yep. One of One Direction's biggest mistakes in every song they make. <laughs> um, <clears throat> then we have uh, Made in the AM, and we have If I Could Fly, I Want to Write You a Song, Love You Goodbye, Long Way Down. Um, those are the ones I pulled out that okay. could be potentially ballads. I could, I say If I Could Fly yeah, is a ballad. Yeah, that's the one that I like, am, <clears throat> am really drawn to right now. Um, I Want to Write You a Song is more of a lullaby. Yes. I wouldn't Love say, it, though. Yeah, love it. Absolutely love it, but I wouldn't consider it in a, in a ballad. No, definitely. <laughs> based on our definition. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what the real definition, but based on Celine our Dion definition. spectrum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> I think that Love You Goodbye, um, maybe, put, or Long Way Down, potentially. Not Love You mm. Goodbye, I mean Long Way Down, more potentially, but I wouldn't no. say it holds the same thing as If I Could Fly does, where God. it's... So much more removed and very like drawn out notes. Yeah, <laughs> and just and it hits you in the gut. Voice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Dang. Also, um, <laughs> so you know, I I don't even. I, okay, I, where am I going with this? Okay, America's Got Talent. Right. Um, Jana Brown was the one that Louis hit the golden buzzer on. Right. I can't tell if she's on the show or not because I was watching it last night and she wasn't there, but she was also live tweeting it like she was gonna. I don't. know. I was kind of confused. I saw on last night, and I didn't recognize any of the people yeah, <laughs> that I'm I'd seen very, on that episode me that neither. got through. I was I, like, who are these people? Who are you, and where have you gone? But I know that she did cover of this, and it was beautiful. She also did, like, of one of those... Of which? Um, no, If I Could Fly. Uh-uh. And she also on did... On the show? No. Um, she, like, uh, does videos and stuff. And she also does, like, little clips. She also did History. It was so good. Oh, I, like... I she did, watch. like, a small clip. And you know those, like, um... I think it's like like uh like pinned on her Twitter or something, or mm-hmm. it's like pretty easy, easily to easily easily found. <laughs> Jesus, um, I think um those like panels that it's like nine people and you like harmonize with yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did that with history. It's so good. Like it's amazing. That's so really definitely cool. go listen to that. Well, that's cool. Speaking of um, America's Got Talent. I went to the Adobe Theater in LA and we took a little tour, which is where the Oscars are held. Um, and when we walked in, apparently America's Got Talent is held there because they had the big X's up mm. at the top of the stage and, like, the judges' chairs were there. And I was like, oh, my God, Louie was here! Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, I didn't know I was going to be walking into a place that, like, I knew from watching 
America's Got Talent that Louie was there, which was just, like, pretty exciting. There were so many just, like, instances of, instances of Caitlyn, like, Snapchatting me and being like, this is Harry's favorite, like, brand of jeans, and this is, like, <laughs> Liam's, like, record company. And yeah. I'm just like, wow, amazing. Oh, yeah. There's so many, like, 1D connections in that city. You can find them if you want to. Yeah, they're always there. And also yeah. Dan and Phil did, a um, like, one of their <laughs> live shows at that theater, too. So, you know, cool things. It was very cool. Yeah. Um, so that's that bit. So what's my next question? How do you think the ballads that we did find could be better? Or what are the ones that we said aren't ballads, like, missing? Would you want them to be pushed over to ballads? Or what? Oh, crap. I wish we, like, did a highlighting thing so we could, like, know. Um, okay, that's okay. (laughs) Um, so what's your first part of the question? How could these songs be made better? How could the ballads be made better? Hmm. Okay. So you and I, let's do that one because I think that's the one that like kind of sticks out as the first one that mm-hmm. like could have done better. I think like the lyrics, um, there are not great. I'm going to pull them up right now, but I think that like, they're kind of just like generic lyrics. Yeah. Um, and like even you and I, there's so many variations of that song. Like I'm thinking of like the Lady Gaga one, which mm-hmm. is like really good. And like I love that. So one. good. That's oh my the god. Best one. I'm so excited. She's coming out with a new song this um, this September um, with Mark Ronson and Ooh. Kevin Parker from um, Tame Impala. Like they're producing it, and I'm just like, it's gonna be amazing, dude. Like it's gonna be oh, top so notch. I didn't know that Mark Ronson worked on um, Amy Winehouse's album and like oh, did rehab. Like it's uh, just good. Just like it's gonna be great. Yeah. Um, so what are you thinking? Like, no, I agree with you. These lyrics are, I know how it goes. I know how it goes from wrong and right, silence and sound. They're just sort of spitting out lyrics, like words. Um, I don't know. I think they're more boring and I don't like the sort of comparison of like, did other people do it like we did? Like we're better than other people. Like, you know, I don't know. Tell us why yours is special, not why yours is better than other people. And like, I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel as personal to me as, um, some of One Direction's other songs that work better. Uh, and I don't think, like, I Will Always Love You isn't necessarily so specific to us, like, um, like, where you actually have solid things to think about, but it's so emotionally sung. Yeah. Uh, that it works. And, um... I think it's something people can all relate to, but something going, like, you and I, you and I, it just... I figured it out. Like, they say figure it out so many yeah. times. What'd you figure it out? Like, it doesn't mean a lot to me. It's sort of bland. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the like, the notes and, like, Zane's notes in this, I think what makes the song so, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, amazing and, like, stand out, but mm-hmm. I think that other than that, it's, like, pretty bland. Like, if this was a mid-tempo song and if Zane didn't have his, like, epic high note, like, we would forget about this song. This song would suck. Yeah, yeah, honestly. (laughs) More than it does. (laughs) Wow, you really hate this song. I didn't know that. I never really liked it, no. Hmm, interesting. Um, what else do we have? Um, are we just going... Okay, Spaces. spaces. Again, the lyrics. Same thing. It's really just the lyrics, I think. Um, I don't really... I think it's honestly, they, like, got lucky with this one that it, (laughs) like, breaks our heart because it's so... I mean, like, who knows? Maybe they were thinking of, like, the like the band breaking up in it this song. It could have been. And honestly, like, when we first heard it, like, that's what everyone, like, first went to. Mm-hmm. So, and then when Zayn left, it obviously got... Even more. Yeah. I don't know. But they it's just need to work generic. on their lyrics again. Or, like, make it so emotional or, like, connectable that cry one when, lyric yeah. that's repeated a lot is gonna work. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Or cry when they're singing it. And yeah, then, what was it that? The band broke up. You should be in tears every time. Where are the tears? 
seriously. When they broke up and they came back on stage to perform and none of them cried, I was kind of pissed. <laughs> I was like, I would have been bawling. Be like, this is our last performance or like, this is our first one without Zane. Like, ugh. I know. I would show the people what they want because exactly. I couldn't help but cry. I remember like once, this is, this is not, I'm not making fun of her at all because I think it was like one of the most emotional things I've ever seen. Um, one of the, I don't know where this was. It was a live stream and like Little Mix was performing and Perry like got choked up because it was like when um you know Zane and her like just like broke off their engagement and like she like literally could not like because she was singing this is the end yeah yeah it was like so so emotional like go look that up because I was like whoa like that's like one of the most like that's what you expect something like that like I was like how is she singing this and then she broke down and I was like oh my god Perry and all the girls like came around and hugged her it was such a beautiful moment I know wow (sighs) um what else do we have if I could fly I think that's pretty damn good. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, and then what's my next question? Um, what makes them upbeat songs? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> um, we sort of went over a lot of these. Okay. Um, but thinking of like how the ballads have changed over time, or just like the slow songs to ballads. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we said that if I could fly was pretty good compared to some of the spaces or you and I. Yeah. Do you think, um, just speaking of, like, how they've changed over time, I think that you and I is more personal. I mean, if, if I, I could fly. fly yeah. And it just, like, the sort of idea of if I could fly is mm-hmm. a strong idea. It's not so hackneyed or so basic like you and I, you and <laughs> I. <laughs> something like I would fly over the ocean. Like, that's something more emotional, more deep. Even if, like, it's not so personal, which I think it does have personal stuff in this. But <clears throat> I just think as... I mean, I don't know if it's, like, as 1D's gotten better or just because this one's written by Harry that it's more (laughs) personal. I don't really know. Um, But I think there is, in general, a change from the early slow songs, which didn't even really have ballads in them, to some of the later songs that got stronger in If I Could Fly. And the slow songs got a lot stronger as well. Also, there's something to be said about their voices getting stronger and, like, being able to, like, hold the ballady notes. And, like, even, look, If I Could Fly is such a strong song. Zane's not on it, and you don't miss him. You know what I mean? Like... Mm So true. Bye, Zane. Like, I mean, I'll, I love <laughs> you, but it's like, you know, he like Harry's voice really carries a song. Mm-hmm. And I think all of their voices, like, really emotional, especially, like, Louis' line, I've got scars. That line gives me such mm-hmm. chills. And, like, it's not like him, like, elongating, like, the, uh, like, notes or whatever. It's just, like, the way his, like, raspy voice just, like, comes through. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it, this song is really good. Um, and I think also because of the long distance thing will always, like, be very personal to One Direction because of, like, their circumstances as a band. So, like, we already, like, have that level of, mm-hmm. like, like, personal or personalness. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Being personal. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I agree with you, definitely. And and looking at, like, the long way down, the imagery is so much more so intense than, like, more than this or Taken, yeah. which are more of, like, the slow songs from earlier albums. Um, they just the songwriting so much stronger their voices are so much stronger mm-hmm. and they actually have ballads rather than just like the sort of slow songs with like this overproduced drum in the background <laughs> um really had to for this freaking drum i know oh my god i was listening i was like no take that away why is that there why I did wish you we put could, that like, there i wish we knew how to sound edit and could like pick them out and like that would be so cool oh god too bad we don't know how we can barely edit garage band <laughs> seriously um i have to look up everything on youtube anytime i want to do something God, slightly different real. um okay let's move on to the upbeat songs and i didn't make a page about this because i think we can sort of more easily think of the upbeat songs that yeah. we know um 
but of the upbeat songs you do like, what makes them work or what stands out to you about them compared to ones that don't work as well? Um, I think that still they have, like, strong lyrics, but I think, I'm trying to think of, like, what ones, like, really stuck out to me. I mean, like, on the first album, there's still, like, really fun ones, um, like, you know, Everything About You, um, What Makes You Beautiful, Up All Night, like, all those things are really fun, um, but I think, I don't know, I think we all, I mean, not by all of us, I mean, me and Caitlin, like, prefer, like, the kind of, like, newer stuff, Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know why. I mean, I think it just, like, kind of, like, the vibes were, like liking better because it's pop but like a little bit more edgy you know mm-hmm. it, it's like pop with um i don't know it's like grown-up pop I guess. <laughs> grown-up you pop. know yeah no i agree like girl almighty we've talked about that a million times and why we like it um that one's definitely a more upbeat song from later on uh, olivia another upbeat song um end of the day has sort of like upbeat and slower down drag, drag me, me down, down yeah. like i think the sound is just better the lyrics are also better um, but there are things, like, some songs, like, Na Na Na, which is, like, a fan not favorite. Um, <laughs> but you're gonna say a fan favorite. It's like, no. who are you uh, talking to, girl? <laughs> like, not, not a lot of people like that one. Like, Stand Up, I don't know if that one's liked as much, but I love those ones. I don't know why, but, like, they're not as deep or whatever, but I don't think it matters no. so much in a fast song. Um, than it would in a slow song. If you had a slow song that was like, na, 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 like, that would be a lot worse than just like the na, 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 whatever it is. Oh my god. Um, Like, I can still dance and jump and sing along to songs that are fast, that maybe aren't as emotional or aren't as lyrically, like, intense. I don't think it bothers me as much. Um, so I like the older songs that are fast-paced that, like, Rock Me is a great one. Um, that maybe isn't as, like, intense as Girl Almighty or Olivia, but I still, like, l- really like the song. Yeah, and also, um, like, the nostalgia factor and, like, yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a part of it. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think I'm maybe more harsh on the slower songs, especially when they put, like, poppy sounds to slower songs, yeah. where I almost just want them to be all acoustic. And, like, poppy lyrics, but also mm-hmm. we have to, like, realize, like, where they were at lyrically right. in that time. They didn't even, like, write the lyrics, so, like, they were, like, just starting out, so, mm-hmm. you know. But then you have, like, something, like, perfect, where the chorus is so great, and, like, upbeat and loud, and, like, it fits, but then, like, the weird, like, <laughs> what's it called, the verses that are slower, but they have the pop sound... Doesn't make sense to me. But somehow, end of the day works and is great. Yes. So, I don't know. What happened there? Exactly. Um, Do you think there's a way to make the upbeat songs better or more likable for the ones that we don't like as much? Are there Um, ones that we don't like as much? (laughs) I don't know. We did our, like, least favorite. Do we do our least favorite or, like, forgotten? Or we said why we didn't like ballad. Like, Spaces wasn't as good and you and I... Um, but are there any upbeat songs that really, do you like stand up or na 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 or do those fall short for you? I mean, I definitely do like them. I think that also like a nostalgia, like if you listen, if you, I don't know, showed me like a random boy band now with like those so- kind mm-hmm. of songs, I don't think I'd be like, yeah, like, but like, I still like them because of the history and like the fact that I've been mm-hmm. listening to it for like so long and the fact that like they're One Direction right. and it's like just fun to listen to. But I think that like, I don't know. I don't know, but I still do like them. I would say the ones that bother me the most are the fast songs that I don't like as much. much, (laughs) As much. Um, I don't like because, like, Steal My Girl is very, like, I don't like the lyrics because they're anti-feminist. And it's Um, not even fun musically. It's not. It's a horrible song. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And, or, like, what's the other one I was thinking of? Um, 
Steal My Girl and I think it was on four. Oh, no, Wolves. Wolves is more, oh. I wouldn't say it's super fast dancey, but it is more upbeat. And again, those ones I don't like because it's, I feel like it's anti-feminist. Um, but I think some, I don't think it bothers Oh, me. Infinity is a ballad of, oh, yeah, wow. Infinity. Oh, that's Don't like ballad. that one that much. No, I don't love that one as much yeah. either. But the lyrics are pretty good. But I just okay. think if it was stripped back. I know. That would have been a lot better. Yeah. It could have been really nice, but it's a little too technically for me. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I cut you off. I don't know. That's okay. I was trying to find um, sort of the um, songs that are from four that are um, fast paced, but I don't like. I don't know. I think I pretty much said it with um, Steal My Girl. Yeah. Um, But I think I'm more harsh on the slower songs. I think so too, because like you're you're trying to feel emotion. Like if it's not there, then you're just like listening to a bad slow song, yeah. and you're just like, this is not fun when I could be dancing. Exactly. And do you think the fast songs have changed over time and like gotten better? I think so, definitely. I think that like we've definitely cut the cord from um, like just generic pop sounding to like more of a like interesting pop sound. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like um, they've like combined pop and rock to like this cool you know, One Direction vibe. Yeah, so. and then in with Made in the AM, even going back to some of, like, the older styles and, like, And that's what pop 70s. was. In, like, you know, when the Beatles were around, they mm-hmm. were c- considered a boy band and, like, they were considered pop, but they were, like, using, you know, instruments mm-hmm. to make that happen. So, like, pop has definitely evolved over time. So, like, I like that they're going back to the, you know, roots of pop, if you yeah. will. Like, if you think of Olivia, even compared to Girl Almighty, very different sounding, but mm-hmm. both still really good um, pop songs yeah. or songs. Um, then I wanted to talk about the boys' voices Mm. and what songs they work well on and do we like them on the ballad songs and, like, thinking of some of the ballads we did talk about, whose voices are chosen to do the big notes and to, like, sort of head that big ballady sound, Mm. um, and, and where we like to see them. We know Liam really stands out for a lot of his, um, falsetto, um, and that was Zayn in the past. Yeah. But Liam sort of stepped that up. And we see that both on fast songs and slow songs. I'm thinking of um, Never Enough, where he does the come on. That's a Never Enough, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he does, like, the screechy come ons. Um, and then in Best Song Never, when he performs it live, he took over Zane's high notes there, which is also a fast song. Um, but do we see that on some of the slower songs as well? Um, and how do we think his voice sounds on a slow song versus a fast song? What do you prefer? Hmm, I think I prefer him doing, like, I don't know, because he does have a really smooth-sounding voice, uh-huh. and he does have a nice voice, but some reason I prefer, like, the more gravelly-sounding, raspy voice, because I think that sometimes it makes it sound... I don't know why, I don't know why, but it sound like, his voice makes it sound, because it's so smooth and, like, perfect, mm-hmm. it's almost like the emotion's not there for me, mm. I guess. I think that maybe, like, raspy-voiced people have an edge because, right. like, they, like, the raspy voice is already, like, kind of, it sounds more emotional than, like, a smooth voice. You know what I mean? So are you saying you like him better not on the ballad type song? Yeah, I think so. Like, I think of Illusion, which is sort of mid-tempo, but, like, yeah. I mean, the song is bad for a lot of reasons, but uh, I just, I don't know how I like Liam on that song Because I'm thinking well. about all my favorite, like, um... <laughs> slower songs like fool's gold fool's gold long way down if i could fly i'm not thinking of like liam when i think of right. any of those songs i mean i want to write you a song i think that his like verse is really good and mm-hmm. his voice sounds really good in that one but it's not like my favorite right 
Yeah, and I know, like, listening to um, I Want to Write You a Song, I think Harry starts it, or Niall, I, I, or was it If I Could Fly? One of the songs, I, I know I've said one. this in the past, yeah. like, I heard Harry's voice, and he did the first verse, and then it went into Liam's, and yeah, I was you're just disappointed like, You're just like, what? I thought, Liam. yeah, you kind of just, like, you're just like, where's, like, Harry come back, please? Right, like, God, right. if I could fly, I need, like, Harry to do a full version of that. Right. So, like, while Liam's voice can work on slow songs, I just think like you said it's more, less emotional yeah for some reason i don't know and i think he works better with the faster songs or just doing like the harmonies on those songs or something yeah um then we have louie who has a very raspy voice um and that's something we've really that stood out to us and we really like um i'm thinking about like something great which we sort of mentioned earlier as being um a ballad partially and i just know his parts that go so much it's hurting his rasp really comes out there um also in strong which is more just of a slow song yeah and then no control which is definitely a fast upbeat song um but his rasp also comes out there so for me i think louis voice works really well both with slow songs and with like the fast more rocky songs um because it is very emotional on the slow ones, and you can hear his voice straining, especially live as well, mm. um, which is kind of a nice thing. It's not something, yeah. you know, it's you don't want necessarily, like, the perfect voice all the time. It adds something, like, different and human to it when yeah. you can hear someone putting that emotion and straining their voice. Um, and I think it works really well on the fast-paced songs as well. Yeah, I think that, like, um, it's, like good that Louis in a group because I think he like plays well off I'm not sure like if he could like fully do a ballad on his own mm-hmm. I'm not sure because I I feel like I'm trying to think of like when is he like hit like some really like elongated notes I don't know like not everyone's built for that I don't know if I could do that either one? In, it, well, there's one that he does the long high what note. is it love you goodbye yeah. I think it was love you goodbye yeah. yeah that was good like definitely that was really mm-hmm. good but I think that like um I he don't know. couldn't do that for an entire song or entire album or right. yeah entire song but I think that like I don't know. I could see Harry doing it, but, yeah. like, I don't think Niall or, like, Louis could really f- pull off an mm-hmm. entire ballad, which is fine, because, like, they don't need to do that. I agree. I think Harry has the most ballady voice that I would like, because he just has a really big, loud voice. Yeah. Um, and also raspy, like, he's the best of both right. worlds. Um, so then we have Niall, who often has a rocky edge when he's doing something faster, um, but... More recently, we've seen him on slower songs, sort of going into harmonies and doing higher mm. notes, um, which is something we didn't always get from him, which I think is cool. But then you have, like, Temporary Fix. And, so like, good. Um, uh, Where Do Broken Hearts Go? Which also, Harry's a big star on that song. <laughs> um, but Niall sounds fantastic on Temporary Fix, and his really rocky vibe comes out there, which I love. I think that's, like, what I prefer him in, Yeah, I have to say. But also then, like, I'm thinking of more than this, like... A fool's gold. Yeah. Yeah, those, like, definitely more than this. Like, that's when I first, like, like, that, like, that, his verse in that was where I, like, really, like, my ears perked up. I was like, who mm-hmm. is this? And that, like, I didn't even, like, know who was singing, in the, like, the, you know, those days. But mm-hmm. I had to look it up and be like, wow, I really freaking love that voice. So... Yeah. Yeah. And there's something to be said for that. Mm-hmm. And if Niall went solo, and I sort of forgot to ask this for the other boys, would you want to see, like, ballads from him as well and see if he could do a ballad? Um, or prefer just sort of the slow songs and the upbeat mid-tempo? I feel like I prefer, like, just a slow, like, kind of Ed Sheeran, um, that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Just, like, kind of an indie, like, you know, with just like, maybe just, like, an acoustic. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be a ballad. It could just be, like, sort of, like, a softer... Um, you know, strip back uh, song. It doesn't have to be like these like really huge big notes. Like, 
you know, if you can't do it, you can't do it. And, like, right. find out other ways to bring emotion to the table. So true. Um, and I think he does that really, really well yeah. in, like, Don't Forget Where You Belong. It's yes. not a ballad, but it's so emotional. I know. He loves that song so much, and he does it so well. And it, like, gets me every time, man. Yeah. Like, I remember crying in concert for that, and it's not mm-hmm. like you and I where it's, like, intentionally very emotional, mm-hmm. but, like, it, you know, he brings out the emotion in other ways. It's so personal. So, so good. Um, yeah, I agree. It would be interesting to, like, line all the boys up and say, sing, like, my heart will, goes on, <laughs> will go yeah. on, or, like, I will always love you, and see, like, how their voice works with the song, just oh to, God. like, I don't know, to see who can hold those huge big notes, which isn't always, like, what you want, but yeah. it would just be interesting to see how, like, a real big ballad that's really ballady. You know who does ballads sound? really well? Who? Little Mix. Like, they I'm just do. thinking, like, they kill it. They have, like, all the voices to just, like, you know, kill those huge notes, and I mm-hmm. just, they just, oh, man, like, th- their ballads get me every time, too, so, yeah. yeah. Um... And then we have Zane, who has been definitely known for his high notes, and I think they work equally well on fast songs and slow songs. Back when he was in One Direction, we had Best Song Ever that was a lot faster, but those high notes were hugely, like, important and stood out a ton. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you have, like, It's You on his new album, Mind of Mine, that's a lot slower, um, and it's almost all sort of high yeah. s- high notes, mm-hmm. and his voice really stands out. I think sometimes in live performance, it's almost too much. Um, I think we said that before, oh, yeah. that it seems like he's trying to do too many runs and too many falsettos, where it's, like, overdone. Um, but I think his high notes can work um, if you do it correctly. Uh, I don't know, like, if there's a ballad on mine. Fool for mine. you. Oh, fool for you. That was, yeah, I think that I would c- classify that mm-hmm. as a ballad. Like, because I think it's also because it's so stripped down and, like, all the other ones are so, like, you know, R&B. That's true. Um, I love that song. It's really good. I didn't like it at first because I was like, what is this, like, kind of weird, like, musical sounding kind of Mm -hmm. thing? But I'm like, wow, now I really like it because it, like, stands out now. Yeah. Would you say his his voice works equally well on both or do you prefer it on one or the other? Um, I like both and I think that Fool For You Mm -hmm. works because it, like, does... His voice does seem like it's straining a little bit, so, like, mm-hmm. we do get that emotion side of it. Um, but I do think, yeah, sometimes, like, in live performances, he gets a little carried away, and I'm just like, okay, Zane, we know that you have a great voice, but it mm-hmm. just, like, sometimes it's just, like, you kind of want the notes to be, like, you know, concise. Right. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, and then, speaking of fast songs, are there any songs that you would say are so fast and jumpy on his album? Because I couldn't really place one at the top of my head. I mean, mm. like, Pillow Talk is not even fast. Yeah, you're and that's right. that's one of the faster songs. Like, like I would, sort of. She, yeah. I mean, there's stuff that can definitely, um, TIO, mm-hmm. but, like, not even. Like, it's not, like, a jump up and down and, like, yeah. dance all night to the best song ever. Like, I'm, it's, yeah. I don't know, it's very different. You're kind of just, like, like yeah. a little octopus, just, yeah. like, wobbling around. But, like, I feel like <laughs> Like I would be, if would be the one that I would, you know, request at a club or something mm-hmm. if I was trying to gauge it that way. Or trying to dance to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would wonder what his voice would sound like on a faster song. Because even in One Direction's days when they did do faster songs, like Best Song Ever, he wasn't ever, like, the chorus voice, you know? Mm. He was, like, the high notes, did, like, the harmonies. But I don't know if there was a fast song um, that he, like, m- made, was, the like, the head voice on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if, like, he ever got tired of just being, like, kind of the, like, token high note kind of guy. Because I feel like, 
at some point, I mean, the high notes are always impressive, but it's, like, kind of like a one-trick pony deal. And, like, we know from, like, his right. new album that he has a lot of tricks up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. And, like, he does have a, a really amazing voice. And I feel like sometimes he was thrown in and just, like, like you know, doing the harmony bits and, like, the high notes just, like, as, like, a showman. Just, like, you know. So you know, true. I just feel like I'm glad that he got to, like, showcase all these other different skills. And mm-hmm. I'm just glad for him. That's what I'm trying to say. I w- I'm, so I'm, like, wondering if he ever got, like tired of that or if that was like his favorite part maybe the tell-all will tell us all so true (laughs) um now let's move on to harry who harry i think again he has that sort of raspy rocky voice it's sort of like a combo between niall and louis like it's like i know right raspy and rocky and then also like can do all the stuff that and he's been doing high notes like (laughs) drag me down those high notes wow um, I think his voice is very malleable and can do a lot of things. I love that word. Thank you. Um, malleable is one of those words that sounds like what it is. Right? Malleable. Yeah. Like, oh it's, God. like, very malleable. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I think his voice can sort of change depending on the songs. Like, I think of Where Do Broken Hearts Go, where it's very, like, rocky and, like, intense. Um, and same with sort of Drag Me Down. But then you have If I Could Fly. Um, which is so much more stripped down, or I want to write you a song, and he still pulls it off, um, and it sounds really, really good as well. Oh, man. I'm just really hoping that he's working on his new album right now, because I want, like... Because <gasps> I'm thinking about, like, how much Zayn got to show us, mm-hmm. like, on his new album, and I would love to see Harry's, all his tricks up his sleeves. I would... I want to see him do falsetto on slow songs, like, not just, like, drag me down yes. when he gets all those notes, but, like, I'm sure like he it's can you do kind it. of version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be incredible. Make me cry, Harry. I'm sure you will. Uh, anyway. I, like, when his... We're gonna... This is gonna... Be, it's gonna be, like, um, for any Twilight fans, when we went to see the first <laughs> Twilight movie, my mom brought this up the other day, because <laughs> my mom took us. We were, like, seventh or eighth grade, and before Edward came out, like, you could see him, like, walk by the cafeteria God, window. God, classic move. Like, in the movie, not in real life. We weren't actually by Edward Cohen. No. Um, but in the movie, you see him, like, walk by the cafeteria windows. Like, we were, like dying like oh my god oh my god oh my god i feel like that's how we're gonna be with harry's new album i feel like we're gonna have to like i don't even know how we're gonna contain ourselves because we're gonna be be breathing over the music so we'll have to like really make it loud um we'll have to plus like it's been hyped up for so long yeah and it and it will and it will will continue he doesn't put one out god i'm Uh, just crying thinking about it so just imagine like he could honestly (laughs) just like just sing like a recipe for a baked Alaska and I'd still cry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like that voice. Definitely. And just like the emotional connection we have to yeah. him. And I want to see that balance on his solo album. I see the slow songs and the falsetto and the rockier sounds come out. I think his voice works with so many that I want to see that range. You know? Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on to do ballads work in concert Ooh. and when do they work and when don't they work? Um, and what did I say? Do you remember what the em- energy is like from our experience at concerts, like during the ballads versus the fast-paced songs? Can you sort of describe that um, energy, I guess, in, I think, in the concert? Yeah, I think that, like, <clears throat> um, you know, a fast, upbeat song, you're just, like, everyone's just dancing and just, like, having the time of their lives and just, like, I mean, you're going to, like, at a, like the entire time you're at a One Direction concert, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, you're, like, jumping around, just, like, kind of just, like, you don't, like, care what you look like. You just, like are just like so in the moment yeah. and just like belting out the salt so- like the lyrics um and then i think that like um oh wait or do you want to talk about that for a little bit or yeah sure okay. I, I think it's the same thing yeah. i think 
you can dance and move. I'm always one to dance at concerts. Yeah, like, might as well. Yeah, I go freaking crazy. Sometimes then you, like, stop and look around. Yeah. And no one else <laughs> is dancing, and you're like, what's wrong with everyone? Like, go crazy. Um, but I, like, don't give a crap. I'm like, no one knows me here. Yeah. I don't really care. I'm going to have a freaking blast. Even though we were wearing Talk Direction <laughs> shirts and yeah. just, like, had a huge sign. So, like, if someone knew our podcast, but, right. you know, who cares? Um, but, like... I think it's just, it's, there's so much energy, especially when everyone's singing along, and, like, then that motivates them on stage, the boys to get really excited, and it just, like, sort of bounces back and forth between us, um, and, like, Girl Almighty, like, everyone's waiting for, like, especially a lot of the fast-paced songs are, like, some of the iconic songs, um, Girl Almighty, Best Song Ever, um, What Makes You Beautiful, even, like, even though they're, that one's so old, it's, it's one that we all know. Even the people who are there just to be there, they know yeah. that song. And, like, I don't know, it, it's so much fun. And then what would you say about, like, slow songs or ballads uh, in a concert? I think that's, like, p- more so in, like, the middle section of the concert. Mm-hmm. Like, sort of, like, when you have to, like... Um, you know, Niall gets his acoustic guitar out. Mm-hmm. I mean, he probably has that for most of it, actually. No, he has electric. But anyway, it's, like, sort of, like, you know, they get the stools where they're, like, sitting down. They're, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, like, time to have a little, like, a little moment. Um, but I think that also, um, you know, it's not like you're dancing around, but you're, like, kind of, like, connecting, mm-hmm. like, emotionally with the artist on stage. And I think that, like, I remember, was it you and I? Um, I think that there was, like, a fan project on our concert that, Mm -hmm. um, we were, like, people were gonna do, like, um, trying to make a rainbow of the, uh, like, the entire, um, concert hall, what's that called, the stadium, (laughs) um, and everyone had, like, lights on their phone, was, like, waving it around, you know, like, um. And it really did work. It did work, and, like, for Mm -hmm. other concerts, I think it even got stronger and stronger, Mm -hmm. um, so it was, like, cool. I forgot about that. Yeah, right? Like, there's so many things. We should definitely re-listen to our concert. We always talk about that, but. Maybe we should do it on the anniversary of and just, yes. like, really reminisce. <laughs> do a, a, what's it called? A commentary on our commentary <laughs> about the concert. <laughs> yeah. Meta. Um, but I think that, like, um, you know, there's... I feel like I like that there's a mix in One Direction mm-hmm. concerts because I, you know, you want to hear their, like, really powerful voices live, but you also want to dance and just, like, mm-hmm. have a great time. And when slow songs come about, it gives you the chance to, like, put the flashlight on your phone and sway back and forth, and it is very beautiful. Yeah. Like, it brings, like, an... Like, a lot of times when you're dancing to the fast-paced songs, you're not looking around you. Yeah. Um, but when you sort of stop and see everyone's flashlight, whether it's the rainbow one or during little things and mm-hmm. everyone just has their light out, um, it, like, reminds you how many people are there and how many, like, lives are there loving the same band that you love. It's such a community, I feel it like, is. in slow songs. Especially, like, it's so beautiful, like... Um, even when you're not there, you just see pictures on, like, Twitter or something, just all the, like, twinkling lights, because mm-hmm. I think that's, like, something, like, very, like, each light is an individual right. person. It's so interesting, because, like, I feel like when you're just, like, kind of just, like, this dark <laughs> mass in the darkness of a concert mm-hmm. hall, why do I keep saying that? What is this? Not Beethoven. Um, you kind of, like, you're just, like, this just one mm-hmm. kind of Amoeba. swarm. Yeah. But then, like, it's kind of nice to, like, remember that each one is individual, like, mm-hmm. life, and yeah. you're just loving the same thing. Absolutely. And what was I going to say as well? Um, that also, a lot of times during the slow songs, um, when the artist will stop singing, I'm just thinking about this in, like, little things, and it gives the, the crowd a chance to yeah. sing together, and you see everyone singing because their lights are all lit up, um, and that's also a special moment. When they do that, too, with the fast pace, but you notice it more with the slow yeah, pace. Yeah, definitely, because, like, it's so stripped back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And sometimes I've even been to an Ed Sheeran concert where, like, he stopped all music. He stopped, like, 
he pulled the mic away from himself and he sung that's so like, crazy to the concert hall and no everyone was so quiet yes, <laughs> yeah that like you could hear him singing without a mic which was really special special so there is something to be said about like the stripped back quiet things that brings like almost a human aspect to it yeah in ways that the fast pace don't i think one direction did that in like japan <clears throat> or something yeah when they did story of my life acoustic oh, amazing they couldn't do that in like america because <laughs> no. we we're just too rude yeah <laughs> um, but that's also really cool um well how much time do we have left um 118 okay <clears throat> so are there any slow songs that didn't get to be in concert maybe because they don't have that same energy that you would have liked to see i know summer love was that the one or no same mistakes was one that um back in the day that was a huge one that people um were upset that really didn't make it in because they're like don't make that same mistake again like oh i feel like just like was it summer love no because summer it was, love they it was did definitely same mistake yeah but like i just feel like whatever I, that's yeah. not definitely not one that stands out to me <clears throat> um i feel like moments is kind of a one that they used to do a lot i never you know loved moments that much mm-hmm. i know it's like really weird that i don't i just something about it um, I think Fool's Gold, they missed out on that option. Did they really not do it live? I don't think so. Are you serious? That one would have been beautiful live. Um, and then obviously the this album, we can't really, like the most recent album, because um, they didn't perform any of the songs really live yet. Thank God they did 18. Yeah. And like Chance became a kind of... Yeah. Um, I always forget like where that comes from. I know. Nile. Yeah. Beautiful Nile. And 18. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see Long Way Down. If mm-hmm. I could fly live, are mm-hmm. you kidding me? Bye. Goodbye. Yep. Um, Long Way, yeah, like, I, I can't believe they didn't do Fool's Gold. I'm, like, really having a hard time running this through my mind right now. They should have done that one instead what? of, like, You and I. Yeah, Bye, You and I. Um. <clears throat> or even Little Things. They could have gotten rid of, I mean, I guess no, that's kind I of. No, I like Little I know. Things. It's so classic. I know. I wonder if they come back, will they get rid of some of those classic songs? Uh, uh, yeah, definitely. So sad. They probably will never do What Makes You Beautiful <laughs> Again. I know, that's terrible. Hopefully they never do Steal My Girl Again either. Yeah, get rid of that one. Bye. Um, and then, uh, do you have anything else to say about Mm-mm. that? Um, are there any fast-paced songs that One Direction does that you would like to see as a ballad or as slow? Oh. Um, or any slow songs that you would like to see fast? Because I know when some people do covers of the songs, they completely change the rearrangement. Mm. Like, I've seen, like, What Makes You Beautiful, like, slow down. And yeah. it completely changes the song. Um, so how do you think it would change the song? And are there ones that you would like to see at a different pace? You know what? I think end of the day, if it was, like, made, like, stripped down, I think it could be super mm-hmm. profound. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see a cover. I bet people have done covers of that where it's, like, a really slow and just, like, acoustic version. Um, or, like, even orchestral. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that would have been... I don't know. That could be really mm-hmm. great. I'd love to see Girl Almighty. Yeah, like, like really stripped down. down. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Um, These are ones that people... Like, they're iconic ones that people probably have done like yeah. that. Yeah. Where they don't have, like, you know, a huge band behind them. Mm-hmm. And I think it would change the meaning of the song in yeah. a lot of ways. Like, if you have What Makes You Beautiful slow, I think um, people have done it on, like, the BBC Live Lounge or something, where they do, like, What yeah, Makes You Beautiful slow. Yeah, I think 1975 have done it. Yeah, and it, it does make you think of the song as so much deeper. And yeah, like, you're just like, whoa. You're like, wow, that's a deep song. Yeah. And if one I don't had come out of it, come out with the song yeah. like that, how would the reaction have been to the song? Like, yeah. do the lyrics mean more because they're slow? Um, than something, like, stupid and fast, you know? Yeah, I think it can definitely change it. It makes you, like, think of the song, the lyrics in a different way. Mm. Um, 
and girl almighty if it was slow like what meaning would that mean would we take a sadder meaning like a girl almighty who like maybe they don't have or like something's missing or i don't know or she's like you know a sad girl exactly like it could really change i think you would think of a girl who's like strong but sad or lonely or something um I don't know. Yeah, I want to go listen to some covers. I know. Uh, covers are so good because you do get that option to hear them differently and arrange differently. Mm-hmm. And it makes you go like, wow, this song. I didn't think of it this yeah, time. Exactly. What would our lyrical analysis be <laughs> if, if they were a different tempo? I don't know. We don't know. Um, <clears throat> and then are there any famous ballads you'd like to see 1D cover? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, the ones we've mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I mean, like, I feel like no one does Adele. Like, Adele does Adele, so, like, just don't touch her. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of any. Did you have any? No. Besides, like, I Will Always Love You would just be fun, but I already said that. Or, like... I was thinking, like, maybe, um, Can't Have Falling in Love, but that's not really a ballad, but I think that's such a beautiful song. that's a really pretty song. Yeah. Love that song. I know. Um, should we go into One Diaz or do these ones that I had? Um... What do you think? I think we're kind of pressed for time. <clears throat> okay, of. then let's do 1D as. Um, okay, so now we're going to be doing 1D as types of clouds. Um, because we thought of this the other day, a couple episodes ago, and we didn't do it. And then I remembered that we have to do it, so... I'm so excited for this. I was actually, like, because <laughs> I thought it was going to be easier to just type in, like, Google, like, um, types of clouds. But I was only getting, like, uh, 7th grade uh like things from mm-hmm. um like textbooks or something that were like cartoons mm-hmm. so i had to like really i had to go watch videos on clouds wow on okay YouTube. yours are gonna be way better than mine then i, I love the fun cartoon time. images oh okay i would honestly recommend one of my recommendations of the week is go online and just like mm-hmm. look up videos of like people talking about clouds i was like very in, in enthralled i'm gonna go do that after this episode <laughs> so have <laughs> a good time let's start with nile what did okay. you have for nile I had cumulus, which are the puffy white clouds that are seen on good weather days. <laughs> days of good weather. And I just feel like if that's not Nile, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. And that's my definition. Oh, okay. yep. I had cumulus cloud. Yep. Um, but I put a little twist. I said it had to be one with the sun shining behind it. Yes. So, that has so the it's like bright lining. white. So good. Because um, he's like a silver lining, I think. Like whenever, you know, something's going bad in... Like, 1D day-ness. Not 1D day. I mean, like, yeah. one, one D. Uh, uh, Niall's sort of the silver lining there to bring us out and say something positive and just to remember what a ball of sunshine he is. So true. Man, I love clouds. Um, and then Liam. What did you have for Liam? I had um, a stratoform cloud, which is, like, a layer sheet cloud, which doesn't have much definition. It's just uh-huh. kind of like a layer of cloud. Um, and not in a bad way. I know he's always, like, kind of, like, harp on Liam, just kind of being there. But, like, it doesn't, that's not bad. Like, you know, I just feel like, like, all these clouds have different purposes. And Liam's, like, is a stratiform cloud. Why not? I also said that. I said, I didn't have a name, but I said, clouds when they are one big sheet. Oh, my God. Wow. And then blue beyond. Like, when it's mm. just, like, a really big sheet. Yeah. And then, like, you, like for some reason, it's, like, dark one way. Yeah. And, like, I blue out there. Yeah. Um, and, like, sort of, you can tell a storm's coming, but it might not. And it's going to pass soon. Yeah. And it's just, like, this big sort of blanket cloud. Liam's kind of like blanket. a blanket. Yeah. I love that. So, he's, like, a blanket cloud. Um, so true. Yeah. Because he just, you know. 
He's there. I love that. Um, then we have Zane. What did you have for Zane? I had Sirius, which are the, um, or Sirius? I don't know. Sirius. I think Sirius. Yeah, they're the light and wispy ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're made of ice crystals instead of water droplets. See, Ooh, I learned some things. Ooh, that is cool. And I was like, Zane is definitely an ice crystal instead of a water droplet. He really is. <laughs> you know? Um, and also, a little, like, uh, little fact for you. Ciro means curl of hair in Latin, which I was like, okay, that should be hairy. But I feel like the wispiness, like, uh-huh. Zane is, like, so tiny and thin that sometimes when he's on like like mm-hmm. his side like you're just like where did he go like he's just so, so like true. you know he's just like wispy and like I feel like sometimes he's so like ethereal mm-hmm. look at me like knowing how to pronounce that word now <laughs> and just like so beautiful that it's like you don't know if it's there it's so like uh-huh. mystical just like I don't know he, I feel like he's just like wispy he could be made of fog and we wouldn't even know he could just disappear at any moment so true and what was that lyric he used to sing until like it got switched over to someone else where it was like clouds and he sung clouds and it went cloud. Like, like in the song clouds? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm oh. not sure. Never mind. I it also had Cirrus yeah. for Zane. Oh my, how are we on the same page for this? Like, I don't know. Wow. I said Cirrus, streaky like a paintbrush, artsy. Oh. So like very like, oh. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, I like it. I liked your definition. I mean, your explanation too. It like fit really well to what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Um, but like. Yeah, he's just sort of, like, these fancy streaks in the clouds and, like, Mm. very just, like, wispy, um, and, yeah. It's, like, what's it called? Like, when you work very hard to look, like, you're very nonchalant. Like, what's the word? You know what I mean? Like, you kind of, like, his hair is all messy, but you know it's purposely done. Right. Yeah. That's Zane. Mm -hmm. Then Louie. What do you have for Louie? I have... Uh, cumulonimbus. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the puffy but stormy clouds. Um, and I feel like, you know, um, Louie would definitely be a storm cloud because he, like, demands attention. And, like, who... I feel like, you know, storms can obviously bring so much hurt, but also they can, like, be very comforting, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what's better than, like, reading in, like, your bed on, oh, like, a stormy so night? Like, so good. So good. Um, and I think that, like, Louie would be puffy but also stormy. Like, if that's not Louie, I don't know what is. I also went cumulonimbus. What the heck? <laughs> is it big, tall, puffy with a storm um and so pretty much the same explanation like yeah he's like he has that like kick to him like the storm energy lightning in there yeah um that we love so much about him and like the sassiness uh and i don't know he's definitely gonna stand up for himself yeah um but it's also like fun and can be like family oriented with like the stormy feeling yeah and, like the coziness it brings um yeah so yeah and then lastly, Harry. What did you have for Harry? Um, I had lenticular Ooh. clouds, which, have you seen a picture of these guys? Possibly, but um, I don't know what okay. they are. They're so cool. I was just, like, really enthralled by them. There are, um, wait one sec, I'm gonna uh, define them while I'm showing them up. They are, like, circular flat discs, <gasps> and they are oh, so my cool. God. Like, everyone go Google this right now. Um, apparently, um, the cloud community called them Lennies. I'm like, that's so adorable. <laughs> But, like, they're seriously the coolest thing. They look straight out of, like, a Dr. Seuss book. That is so um, They're cool. so whimsical and, like... They look like alien ships I something. know! God, they're... Like, that UFO. one especially looks yeah. like a UFO. And, like, they um, apparently frequent in New Mexico. And I know we have listeners in New Mexico. So, if you've ever seen a lenticular Sarah cloud... Sarah Johanna was talking to you! Yeah, definitely, like... Send us those pics! Send some pics of these cool clouds. <clears throat> um, and, yeah, they just... I just feel like they're so, like... I don't know. You just, like probably would feel like really special if you saw mm-hmm. one and like i feel like that's would be hairy you see a hairy and you're like wow yeah. like just like look at this like that's so cool just even like the first page of google images you're just like making me feel some type of way like uh, i'm really then you're it. like earth wow i know earth is so cool there's so many things that i haven't seen on this earth that are I still know. so cool like they're just oh wow 
Brilliant. Yeah. Um, well, this one's the only one we differ okay. because I said Harry was also cumulus, like I said Niall, but yeah. Niall was the silver lining cumulus. Yeah. Harry's those big puffy ones that look like like dragons. Yeah. Or like he's like the ones you can cloud watch with, and like you lie there and they like become bunnies and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that really embodies Harry's spirit, like just big puffy like smiley bunnies and dragons so in the sky. Yeah. Um, so that's what I went with, Harry. I love cloud watching. It's so fun. It really is. And I'm, I love, like, when people see the same things, but you can't literally tell if, like, you're looking yeah, at the same exact thing. Yeah, I know. Thing. Oh, that's so annoying. I know, but like, it's also, and like, like cool. follow my finger. And, yeah. Like, literally, you can't see but, what like, your But, like, you're also, is. like, looking at the same thing, but you don't know if, like, you, the, like, dragon's eye, like, yeah. you're looking at the same eyes or something. Yeah. Like, oh, man, so cool. So true, though. Um, I'm glad we, we matched up on a lot that of those. That was wild. That was very weird. Uh, so I guess we are true to the clouds. <laughs> um, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Cloud experts here. 1D experts, cloud experts. Honestly. Honestly. Um, but if you guys have any other clouds that 1D are like, please let us know because this is really fun and crazy and kooky and any suggestions work. Um, so let's get into our recommendations of the week. My recommendation of the week is to follow JK Rowling on Twitter. I actually have two this week. Okay, cool. Um, because she's just awesome, and she likes to tear down homophobic and racist idiots all yep. the time. And even if you're not a Harry Potter fan, which uh, that's inexcusable for the first <laughs> part, um, <clears throat> but you need to become a Harry Potter fan. But even if you're not yet, uh, go follow JK Rowling because she's just awesome to follow in general. She's a wonderful woman. Um, true, and true. just, yes. And then my second one is to listen to Adele's first album because I know her second one and third one were extremely popular. 19, right? Yeah. 19 is yeah. her first one. And I think sometimes you don't like know as much about the first one and there's some beautiful songs mm-hmm. on there. Um, and speaking of ballads, there's like a ton of ballads. Wow. Um, so I've just been listening to it lately and it's really, really beautiful. And if like you like her new album, you're going to like her old albums too. So yeah. go check out her first album. Nice. Look at you staying in the theme. Um, I actually have a 1D recommendation this week. Look at me go. Um, so it's this cartoon from, um, oh man, I don't know how to pronounce this. It's um, Griffile. I don't know. It probably stands for something. I'll just like, I'll just read it out. Um, it's G-R-Y-P-H and then two L's dot com And it's like a One Direction cartoon and it's really funny. And um, it's it starts off listen up fives a 10 is speaking and that's louis talking so definitely like it's just like a few short things but <laughs> listen it's, up fives a 10 is it's so good like that's from from 30 rock but like i love when people so like tr- like use that anywhere you know yeah. it's just a good time um so definitely go check that out and i love um their art style like it's really good and Beautiful. wow amazing i need to go on another tumblr arts 1d search like Honestly, uh, every couple good. of months like i'll go through yeah. the 1d artists that i follow on tumblr because i haven't been on tumblr a lot just like scroll through all their art and yeah reblog everything so every like if you go to my uh, well, my One Direction Tumblr is not public, yeah. <laughs> but if you were to look on my archive, like, every so often, there's just, like, a hundred, uh, 1D art stuff. Yeah, love that. Um, okay, tweet of the week. My tweet of the week comes from Louie, um, and he retweeted something that the Olympics tweeted, which was a little video of One Direction performing at the closing ceremonies of the Olympics oh, back cute. in 2012. Um, and Louis added the caption, unbelievable memories, space, exclamation mark. (laughs) Um, and it just like reminded me of that the last summer Olympics were in England and that's right when I was getting into One Direction or going to get into it, but I somehow knew about them. So it's kind of confused (laughs) my timeline. Um, but I remember being really excited to see One Direction at the Olympics. 
Um, and it was just really cool. And it's so weird how far they've come in these past four years. Like, that was a huge thing back then, but now they got even bigger, and now they've, like, taken a break. And it's just weird to see how, like, One Direction falls with, like, real-life history or something. I don't know what it I'm trying to say. It is really weird. Like, think about, like, how much has changed since four years. Really I remember, like, thinking back then, I was like, wow, I'm going to be 21. I know. Like, it's just weird how time so weird. goes. God. Oh. That's like thinking of if Hillary Clinton's president for the next eight years, we're literally going to be, like, 29 when she's done. Oh, my God. How weird is Let's that? Let's hope she just gets elected for this one. And then we can think. <laughs> I just, like, I can't think. I've, I'm so stressed for this election. But even then, 25. I'm just so stressed, man. I know. Vote for Hillary, please, not Trump. Please vote. Just, like, get out there and vote. I, like, honestly, I've talked about this before, but I get so upset when I see that people aren't even registered to vote if you're a voting age and can vote in the U.S. Like, I, you get no, like, if you have a say and don't use it, then you can't complain. Like, you just can't. I'm just so frustrated. Why would you not use it? Okay. So true. That's my rant of the day. Um, so my tweet of the week is from Niall, and he, I don't even know what really he was talking about, but it probably was some sports thing. It said, it's like Christmas morning. Open the doors of the arena now. Can't wait. I just love that. Oh, I think he was talking about the fight, mm-hmm. which, you know, not, not great, but like, I still love that he gets excited about these kind of yeah. things. And I just like really like excitable people. And I just love that when people just get excited about things, mm-hmm. I think it just, you know, apathy is not. Fun. Going and, back to our first yeah. news story, nice use of Twitter, Niall. Exactly. Telling us you're excited about things. We I love, love it. We know that. Yes, exactly. You're just like us. Excited. Exactly. <laughs> All right. And we would love to hear general feedback and suggestions from the show. We want to hear what you thought, your opinions on anything. Tell us which you think are ballads, what aren't ballads, what are your favorite ballads, and why. Did we face. say something that offended you about you and I today? Oh, Let God, us yeah. know. It's um, fine. Let us know. We need <laughs> yeah. some other opinions. Yeah. Um, feel free to send us any news stories, too, or anything One Direction you'd like to hear, or main discussion that you have in mind, um, because sometimes it's hard to think of them, and we like to be creative and do, like, ones that are off the beaten path rather than just song discussions or whatever. Like, this one was a little different today. Um, so send us your ideas, because we will always take them into consideration and probably use them. Um, but thank you so much for listening to episode 62 of Talk Direction. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com or go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com or our Instagram, which is just talkdirection. And you can follow us individually on Twitter. I am Caitlin I.R. Foster and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? I'm Kara underscore pond and Kara is with the C. And you can also go to www.audibletrial.com slash talkdirection for your first free audiobook. And we're going to be doing a book club with Dan and Phil's book. Uh, this book is not on fire. Is that what it's called? This, the amazing book is not this on fire. Ama- amazing you get book close to every time, girl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but we're going to be talking about that. So you can get it for free on audibletrial.com slash talk direction. And that's also a way to support the show, which is awesome. Um, and you can also go and rate and review us and subscribe on iTunes. And we're also on SoundCloud if SoundCloud is what you prefer. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 63. Bye. Bye. Bye.